Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity, do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Hello, bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. Hello. Your two bitches. Bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Someone said they really liked being a bitch at. So that's why. I oh, yeah. That. Yeah. They're like, oh, they said, where's the merch? I want a bitch at t-shirt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's we should do that. A, that's a cute word. I want uh-huh. to be a bitch at. It's like a baby bitch. Yeah. It's like a bitch in training. Cute. <laughs> well, we glasses. We could. <laughs> <laughs> those are master's classes Kel. <laughs> yes <laughs> we're the no, master's class yeah and you definitely stepped it up in this episode which we're gonna get there oh we're my gonna get God, there i know why oh well we're gonna talk about it but before we do that let's begin by thanking all of our patreons who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our exclusive Patreon community where they get after party, you get video content, you get never before seen things that we have found in the uh, archives of our phones and other places. <laughs> Careful bending over. I can almost see up your skirt. You can? I almost did. I almost got a disco bush shot. Settle. A disco bush there. <laughs> That's Melissa. <laughs> Try to make my computer lay flat because I don't want my microphone to go in and out. I feel like just sitting on my bed. So I'm propping it up on something. Oh, so Kelly and her bed. Okay. High tech. Put it on a pillow. I'm good. Okay. Let's thank these Patreons. Uh, here we go. So let's thank Ida, Ellen, Leo, Sam, Fiona, Kayla, Colleen, Tanis, Magali, Renee, Sunny, Georgie, Catherine, Katie, Andrea, Amy, Miriam, James, Alicia, Reagan, Rose, Sydney, Angie, Marissa, Mackenzie, Jack, Emma, Carrie, Danielle, Erica, Davina, Antonia, Ashanti, Megan, Sarah, Elaine, Katie, Hannah, Shelby, Dee, Jasmine, Ayana, Megan, Lexi, Garrett, Lisa, Megan, Autumn, Riley, Joe, Sarah, Tatum, Shelby, Paige, Cami, Sarah, Riker the Striker. Did I already read that? So, and I Tatum, you did too. Oh no, did I? I remember Tatum from last week, just because I was thinking of Shannon Tatum or whatever his name is, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Did these people get a double shout out? Hold on, let me see if I'm on the wrong. They're special. They are special. Am I? Well, okay. So here's the deal. I will figure this out and we'll get back to the reading of the, <laughs> the correct reading of the Patreon mm. next week. Don't worry, guys. If we haven't got to you, it's coming and uh, not shocking that I screwed something up. But thank all of you. If you got a double shout yes. out, super thanks. Yes. Super thanks. All right. Well, Kelly, 
What are you drinking today? Oh yeah, I forgot. Jesus, my brain. Okay. So I have, it's not really a new drink, but it's um become my go-to drink sort of in New Orleans. Um, it's a bad girl, Shirley Temple. Oh, with vodka. Dirty, it's a dirty Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. They're cute. making a comeback. Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're making a comeback this year. They're very retro. So I, I just, oh, I have to tell you, Diane invented a drink named after me. Oh, the bitch? Called the, bitch number one? No, no. It's called the Cyclone Christie. You ready? What's in it? <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's uh, giggles on the rocks with a side of regret. There we go. Because <laughs> she said, when you start giggling, when you call me, she goes, I know you're going to call me the next day with regrets of some shit. you did." <laughs> so what yeah. are you drinking? I'm very boring today. I am having a Corona. With a lime? No lime. I don't. I used like to drink it with. There. No, I used to drink it with a lime. And now I, you know, I'm old. I feel like it gives me heartburn. Mm. No, now you're just raw dogging it. No lime yep. to make it tastier. Remember that time you broke that beer bottle in my pool? I know it was a Corona (laughs) bottle trying to put the lime in. See, now I stopped drinking lime. So that won't happen no more. So now you're allowed back in my pool. That was your fault though, because you made the lime pieces way too big and it wouldn't go in the, it wouldn't go in the bottle. I was trying to make it juicy. And here, what I did is I sabotaged you. Yes. This is an interesting episode. I will say we're not going to get to drink very much because if, if we go based on headband or fur, because yeah, Jill's not in will. this episode. I think we were filming in April, so we weren't wearing a ton of fur. Yeah. Abby has retired her headbands. Thank so goodness. What are we going to drink for? Gosh. Um... We could drink for the rhinestone crap because there is a plethora of it in this episode. Yes. Or like every time, like I'm psycho. Well, because there's two. a plethora of that too. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yikes. Uh, uh, this is I, I know one thing I like I've said from day one that I hate re-watching these things mm-hmm. well let me just tell you this was a really hard one to re-watch I, I'm sure I'm uh, sure it was hard for me to watch you especially when you were crying because I know how frustrated you were in that moment. Mm, yeah. And and that's, I mean, it's hard to go and watch that stuff. Yeah. So I'm sure this was a tough one for you. I, yes. I had a fairly easy day, but yeah. it, it won't be easy for long. Oh God, my, <laughs> my shit's coming next week. I'm sure of it. But all right, we're going to get right into it because I feel like these episodes take forever. They do. All right. So the name of this episode is Night of the Living Dancers. So we're in season two. I don't know what episode it is. 13, 14, 15, 15. somewhere in there. All right. So we're going to open up in Pittsburgh. We're in the, you know, the studio and Abby calls the girls into the pyramid and she is wearing so much yellow rhinestone crap. I don't even know where to look. (laughs) Does she have the ring on? Oh, yeah. The oh, ring yeah. pop ring or whatever. She has the ring pop. She has dangly yellow earrings. She's got like I a did yellow see splat. I mean, I, I'm going to just have a drink when, right off the bat. When she went with a daub of color, she went all out, right? My God. That was very aggressive yellow. And at yeah. first, I was like, are the Steelers in the play? I, I was just going <laughs> to say that maybe she was rooting for the Steelers that week. No, because it was filmed in April. <laughs> Oh, do you remember the one year it was like, I think it was Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year when they made it to the playoffs. She scheduled a practice dead smack in the middle of the playoff game. And we were all like, 
yeah. dude, it's the playoffs. And she's like, do you think Ben Roethlisberger missed pl- practice for playoffs yeah. to watch somebody else on TV? So we missed the game. Yes. All right. So we start off with a bang right at the beginning of this episode because she tells us the minute our girls walk in the room that they are sluggish and boring, boring. And that is how they go on stage with zero energy and they need to come on stage with energy. And you can't get halfway through the number and then you peter out. And then she's like, You're boring. And yeah, I'm but like, then, But then the they morning. showed a clip of the end of the dance. <laughs> And I I thought they were good. What was boring was the choreography. They were just like kind of posing. Uh Like, how are you supposed to have enthusiasm in that? Like, I don't know. I don't either, but we're boring. Totally. And uh, I did pull up a screenshot or I took a screenshot because this is hilarious. Let me see if I, oh, you know what? It's not going to come up. Mm Mm-mm. This dumb, this one episode that I watch it on, sometimes if I do a screenshot, it doesn't show it, but it is a picture of our two kids standing there and they look like mini bitches. Like uh, they look exactly <laughs> like, like you and our I. Our little twinnies. Just shrunk mm. down looking fucking miserable. It <laughs> yeah, is amazing. Funny. And I'm like, oh my, the apple doesn't fall far, does it? <laughs> so then in abby's interview she tells us or the audience that the girls look like slugs when they perform they walk on stage they do the routine and as the two and a half minutes go on you can see their stamina decline this coming from a woman who never leaves the cheese mat i know But all right. And we do pyramid. And at the bottom, in very last place, is Maddie. And Melissa's actually shocked at this. Yeah. Did you see her face? Yeah. You can tell she's genuinely shocked. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't think that would happen. And that's the lowest I think Maddie's ever been. Yeah. Right? And I, yeah. I think it's the lowest she'll ever be. She says in her interview, Melissa, she said, You know, she disagrees with it because she came out with a bang and she ended with a bang. But then she goes, but everyone deserves a chance to be at the top of the pyramid. Thank you. Thank you for your generosity. (laughs) (laughs) And then Abby talks about the when they announced her and Abby wanted her to dance. And she said, you had an opportunity to dance and you were bawling in the audience when they announced you, which is unacceptable behavior for a nine year old. (laughs) When, when oh, is it acceptable? But, but a couple of weeks ago, she was bawling mm-hmm. and it, it, it had to leave and it was acceptable. But it, yeah. it, it's not okay for a nine-year-old, but it was for a 40-some-year-old. Correct. Yeah. And she tells Maddie, when opportunity knocks, open the door. But there was one thing that you and I didn't, I don't think we ever discussed it. Someone sent it after, and it was after we were already done with the episode. Apparently... And we can probably do this, like when we do those special bonuses on Patreon, there's a deleted scene where the competition that Maddie stopped dancing, they came in to the room and offered her to dance again. And Abby yeah. was like, absolutely not. But here's Abby telling her when opportunity knocks, open the door. Yeah. Yeah. So but Abby in her, wouldn't let her. Yeah. So it's like, again, drink for the contradiction. Cheers. See, that's where we would be hammered. Yeah, we better like, not do all that. That's like Bourbon Street drunk. <laughs> so then Maddie in the interview says she didn't want to let Abby down, but she thinks she did let Abby down since she's at the bottom of the pyramid. And she like downcasts her eyes at the very end of it. And you can mm-hmm. tell like she really. She's upset. Yeah. yeah, she feels that stress. Yeah. 
So up next is Mackenzie. Abby doesn't do 10th place and Mackenzie's solo was a winning number. And uh, I did like that solo. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was one of her better solos. Yeah. Costume was great. It was, Mm -hmm. it was great. Next up is Paige. Paige looked great, but she forgot a step. (laughs) (laughs) She looked great. (laughs) I can't. She's such an asshole. Dumbest shit to Paige. I know. (laughs) You looked great. You looked great. You forgot a step. And Paige mm-hmm. just looks at you like fuck. Like <laughs> she always looks at me and is like, "Mom, save me." I know. Like, what should I respond to this? Nothing. You, there's no response. Paige. Yeah. Just be quiet. Yeah. In the middle row now is Brooke. Abby's like she's here because of how little she gives Abby. I don't see this effervescent personality. I see this sick little smile. You're concentrating much to not screw up the dance that you can't have fun out there. I'm like, for God's <laughs> who sake, has fun out there? I just say, who is having Getting fun at this point? Fun. It's like torture. I was like, like, I just learned three dances in three days. Like, and if I put my pinky nail wrong, I'm yeah. gonna get killed. Yeah, like, this is great fun. We're all having mm-hmm. fun. Um, one thing I did notice that I wanted to ask you about is, and this is like some tea for the listeners, Brooke had on Chanel earrings. We were never allowed to wear anything with a logo. I'm surprised they let those in. Oh yeah. 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 I didn't think about that. They must've missed them. They must've, because we always talk about how they used to make us, they called it Greeking. So if, Oh my even God, if, so bad. Even if we had like a Diet Coke, we had to put tape over tape it on so it. and see that it said Diet Coke. Or right. if we had the Nike sign on our shirt, we had to put piece block of tape. It out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was shocked that they let those. Uh, yeah, because I noticed go. those too. Mm-hmm. But yep. I didn't think about the. The Greeking. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, somebody missed that. Oh, well. um, so now we have Nia. Nia showed responsibility. She quit fooling around and Abby didn't hear her mouth all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. This woman says it's absolutely ridiculous. And Holly, of course, Holly's making her face. I love Holly's faces. I do too. And somehow Chloe ended up at the top, but did you hear what Abby said? She goes, you did your solo. That's what she goes. You did your solo. I want more. And that's it. You did your solo. I I want want more. more. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Paige. You were great. You forgot a step. Yep. You look good. Yeah. So we hear that we are going to Energy National Dance Competition in Chicago. You can see the kids get really excited because I believe they really enjoyed going to Chicago because they like to shop. Abby says their last competition in Chicago was great, but they didn't win and she'd like to win. Well, not me. I'd like to lose so we get yelled at. Did you see Mackenzie picking her butt? (laughs) (laughs) No, I missed that. I think she had a wedgie. She's like picking out her wedgie. I I did not see that. That reminds me of uh that yeah, they usually always... Oh yeah, because I'm uh, me picking my teeth. Well, how about Paige picking her ass when Chloe forgot her solo at nationals? Like zoomed in on Paige picking her ass for no reason. Yeah, I know None. they always None. pick that shit out. Yep. Okay, so Abby assigns the dances, and uh when she is doing that, she makes a point to tell Paige, she gives Paige a solo, but she's like, Your solo is not a reward. And then she says, you can screw up your own dance by missing the choreography, but you can't mess up people, other people. 
why isn't she telling her that during the group band? She's telling her that during her solo. Yeah, solo, yeah. Yeah. She should have so, said that at Pyramid. Correct. Like when she announced where she was on the Pyramid. Brooke gets a solo, but she doesn't make a big to-do about Brooke's solo. She does tell Mackenzie and Nia that they're going to have a duet, and they're really excited about it, which is cute. She says that Chloe has a solo, but you know the rule. You're not in class, no solo. And she said, we need to figure what went on last night. I had three faculty members come and tell me, where's Chloe? Why isn't Chloe in class? And so I chime in and I say, you went to the doctor. But then Abby says, well, you didn't have any common courtesy to let me know beforehand. And you need to bring in a doctor's excuse. And I say, but you you so quickly say, oh, I have one. <laughs> I love when she's like, you don't give me the common courtesy. She doesn't give us courtesy for anything. For anything, yeah. Uh, and if if we did go, say you knocked on the door to go in and tell her that Chloe isn't going to be here tomorrow, you'd have been yelled at for interrupting the class. Correct. So- correct. So, I mean, look, we all know there's no winning. So now Abby talks to the whole team and she says that she doesn't even want to do a group routine. And the kids are like, fuck no, neither do we. Let's, yeah, all let's not, let's not do one. <laughs> She's like, let's take you, the week off, please. You're all lifeless. You don't give me 150%, but I'm going to make the routine about zombies because that's how I perceive them on stage. They are zombies who are sleeping half the time. (laughs) I cannot stand the level of rude behavior. But I don't see that. Uh Uh-uh. I don't see them like sleeping on stage. No. I I think they're cute. They are cute. But then Abby does do something that's quite outlandish. She puts Holly in charge of costume. Uh, yeah. How about me? <laughs> I, I just keep laughing. Every time Every time something comes up about Holly with the costumes, I like laugh. Because Holly never did the costumes. It was always no. Christy and I. Yeah. Christy and I! Kelly, yes. if you're going to say it, say it right. You, what is it? Uh, you, you idiot. Wait, she yeah. called you an idiot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ding bat. I'm a, I'm a ding bat. I'm an idiot. I, yeah. Whatever you want to call me. I answer well, to I, them all. I love in interview, Holly says she's not looking forward to this because costuming is not her specialty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Although, Holly. What I think is funny is when we see us making the costumes, Holly's really just standing there supervising. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah, we're making the costumes. Holly's just standing there supervising. I did notice that as well. I was like, you have good friends, Hall. Uh Good friends. All right. So I believe at this point we are upstairs and the girls start rehearsing. And Abby is in her interview and she's saying that last week was a travesty and she needs a win. And then she's talking about how the girls are heads on a statue, like long columns with their heads on top. She hope wait, she thinks it's a cool effect and she hopes the judges get it. I never knew they were just supposed to be heads on a statue. I I don't know why she's saying head. Why wouldn't they just be the people on the statue? Because yeah. like, like they're ending pose and it's like Paige is like sitting on it. Yeah, Chloe. I mean, if like they were just supposed to be heads, you would think they would be doing something down low. So just their heads were showing. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like those Haunted Mansion singing heads or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I was like, I never knew that they were just supposed to be heads. I thought they were zombies in the graveyard or yeah. something. I don't know. That's what I thought too. 
All right. Upstairs, Melissa tells us that she thinks it's unfair that Maddie was last on the pyramid and she's pissed at Abby for telling Maddie she wasn't doing a solo uh, and that Maddie wasn't prepared last week. So then you bring up the point that if, could Melissa's girls possibly be at the bottom because Melissa's the one not getting along with Abby very well at the moment. And you point out the fact that your kids are always on the bottom because of that. And Melissa just looks miserable at this Mm -hmm. point. And she goes, and if you pay attention to what she says, you can kind of get to the root of it. She goes, no, I mean, it's never going to be what it was because she doesn't need me anymore. Yeah. Do you know what that's about? No. Her working at the front desk? And Yeah. Paying for things because uh, Abby doesn't need her because she has the show now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't uh-huh. put two and two together. Yeah. And so now that Abby was making money on the show and Melissa mm-hmm, and Melissa couldn't work at the front desk because she had to film, you can tell that that bothered her. Yeah. And she says that. She says, I'm not working at the front desk anymore because I don't have the time. AKA I'm filming the show yeah. and they found someone to replace me. And she said, I miss it terribly. And the people miss me. I get emails every day from people, but I just don't have the time. (laughs) And I'm like, way to let us know how beloved you are. Yes. Yes. I was cracking up when she said that. Yeah. Yeah. I get emails every day. Everyone misses me. And she says, no, my kids aren't on the bottom because of her. And you disagree. I'm shaking my head. And you say the reason she's at the bottom is because you don't kiss her ass and do everything she wanted last week. Then we get a flashback of when Melissa threw us all under the bus. And she says, I don't do it anymore. And then you say, I think you need to confront her more. <laughs> and and I say, like, she needs to stand up for herself. Yeah. Well, she says I'm not a doormat, but. Yeah. I mean, like. I don't know. I always go back to the time that we we had to fight for Mackenzie and uh-huh. she wouldn't like And that was with what? Kathy. Yeah. It wasn't even with Abby. With Abby. Yeah. But in my interview, uh, I say Melissa made it quite clear that she doesn't need to work anymore. I think they were trying to like make it seem like she was taken care of from her sugar daddy. Her boyfriend. Yeah. 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 That's what and, I got from it. But yeah. But we knew the situation. So I don't know if everybody else got it that way. That's how I took it when I heard it. And it felt like a little, like, like a pickup kind of, because I was like, eh, I don't know. She, she worked there because she liked the inn, not the money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that she's retiring from her duties at the front desk that caused a rift between her and Abby. And I said, Abby's used to having Melissa be at her back and call. And this, you know, things have shifted because Abby was, you know, in a different position with the show. But I do have to point out, you can see our coffee cups. You can see mine. Yes, you can mm-hmm. see mine too. Cheers to a coffee cup. So now we're in Paige's solo rehearsal and Abby is screaming at Paige to dance bigger. You know, as you're learning it and you're just trying to mark it and like yeah. get it in your body, you be bigger. Yes. And she says, Paige is doing a solo this week. Finally, this is an unfinished, never performed routine from a year ago. I don't remember I, that. It was not a, no, it was not a redone solo. Yeah. I was like, I don't know I why don't she said that. Ever remember this. No. And, and why would she have started a solo and not finished it? That makes no sense. Correct. But she is screaming at her face. You have the face, use it. And I'm like, 
Paige is trying to remember where to put her foot. She's not like, happy days. Yes. Like and, and do the group dance and yeah, I I don't think Abby gets it. Let her let her learn the dance. Learn it first, and then put your face in. Yeah, yeah. Like when you're not terrified that you're going to forget it, then maybe your face will follow suit and look a little excited. Just a thought. <laughs> uh, maybe. Paige tells us in her interview that her solo has a little bit of everything: jazz, acro, gymnastics, and she likes the solo a lot. It was cute. Like what I, I did saw like this solo. Yeah. And her costume was cute. You always yeah. bitch about the costume. It was yeah. cute. Yeah. And Abby sends Paige to the corner. She's like, you either make full out of yourself or you win. The option is up to you. And I'm like, wow, like what a pep talk. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. No, we don't get no high five. No. no. And you no. don't get like, you know that you've got this in you. you Where's can do the it. leader? You uh-huh. can do it. And then she's like, Brooke, let's see it. <laughs> So Brooke starts mm-hmm. rehearsing. Abby corrects her feet and she says, uh, Brooke has her work cut out for her. The solo is tough because she's making pictures with her body and she's performing one trick after the other. So she has to have stamina and knock it out of the park. When rehearsal ends, Abby tells Brooke to have you meet her at the front desk pronto. Yes. She lucky is me. out of mood. Uh, lucky lucky me, I get to go to the front desk. Yeah. And you walk up and you're pretty normal. You're just like, Hey, what, you know, like whatever. And she tells you that you need to put rubber stoppers on the bottom of Paige's chair. So it doesn't move. And then she tells you that she wants Brooke to take voice lessons from someone who teaches at the studio. And she says, I don't care what you've heard. I don't care if you like her or not. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it because I didn't want Abby to be in charge. charge. Yeah. That was my main reason because yeah. she she thought that it, like Abby wanted total control of anything she did in dance and she was going to be that way with the music and I didn't want her in charge because obviously she does not look out for the best interest of the Highlands. Correct. I agree so with that. I didn't want her to manage anything more than I had to. I had already signed the dance contract, so I wasn't going to get in over my head with the music. Yeah. And that is honestly, and we'll see this as the seasons go on. Like I think in season three or season four, I know season four, but I think season three, like I wouldn't sign the contract because then she started to want to be in charge of everything. Yeah. Everything our kids did. And And, and I wouldn't have minded that if she would have ever given my kids an inkling of attention or something. I'm not going to have my daughter's manager be somebody who cuts her down every second of the day. That's who you want to manage you. And you can see Abby definitely doesn't have Chloe's best interest at heart later. So I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. So anyway, in her interview, Abby tells us that Brooke wants to sing and she thinks that she has a nice voice, but it's not about walking around singing to your iPod. She needs to learn her scales and how to read sheet music. Get a clue, momager. And then she said, you signed a piece of paper saying that I manage her. I want to be able to hear her. And then you cut her in and say, you manage her dance. And again, this is just tricky because she's trying to tell everyone on the TV show, like I manage them. So people watching are like, I'm going to call her. And then when they call, she's like, sorry, she's not available, but I've got these great little Ziggler girls. Yeah. I mean, she really wasn't even their manager. No, but she tells everybody. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really have a manager at this point. No, but 
again, she gets to say what she wants on TV, just like the um, whatever episodes, you know, the OMG moments or whatever. Yeah. And people are yeah. like, oh, that's exactly true. Yeah. She tells you, I don't think you know what you're doing. Oh, how about Brooke's hair when we're standing <laughs> at the desk? Oh my <laughs> God. She was like an orphan child. <laughs> I, I know. Ah, she's Wait, she's been looking good lately, but today she's not looking good. Her boyfriend must have been sick at home or something. I was just going to say he didn't go to school that day. Mm-hmm. You agree to let her take voice lessons, but you point out that this has nothing to do with uh, Abby getting Brooke this opportunity. Because I know what you're talking about. You're talking about she's going to record Summer Love Song, which clearly the show is doing. But Abby wants it to see like she's doing it. Yes, yes. And then she goes, Kelly, why do you act this way? I've been telling you, or I've been telling her, I told her 20 times in the last month, why aren't you taking voice? Why aren't you taking voice? And she's like, Brooke, do you want to do this? And Brooke nods. Like, what's Brooke going to be like? No, nah, I don't fucking want to do it. But when and then, is Brooke supposed to take voice? There's no time. I, yes. There's no time to take a voice lesson. And then Abby says, then do it. When I say sing, sing, sing. <laughs> <laughs> God, we cut to a scene of Melissa coming to the desk. Now, I guess it's a different day, but it's just like the way it plays. I don't know yeah. where this happens. Well, Abby's in different clothes. Yeah. So, I mean, they might, it might've been a different day, but they're just trying to play it as the same day. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But Melissa comes to the desk and this is a big thing. That really bothers me because she, especially in this episode, is throwing other kids under the bus. Yeah. We always held the adults responsible for their behavior. And look, maybe maybe there are times that it seemed as though we didn't, but that was always the intention. Yeah. But she is like straight up throwing our kids under the bus <laughs> because she says all the kids leave and they run to get out of here. Well, yeah, because they're being tortured. And she's like, my daughter, I have to drag her by the hair to get her to leave. You know how that is. And Abby's like, oh, I know. Well, I I mean, like you said, our kids want to leave because we're tortured. She Mm -hmm. doesn't because she's praised. And she got out of school half of a day all the time, too. So she didn't. Our kids went a full day of school. Uh Uh-huh. And they're tired. And they have homework. Yes. They have other things. And, like, Brooke was in, like, junior high classes, not second grade classes. There's a big Mm -hmm. difference between homework. Sure. Oh yeah. And then in Melissa's interview, she's like, Maddie has not had a solo in two weeks. So she hasn't had any private time with anyone like the other girls have had. Are you dying at this point? Cause I'm dying. But she has had time because they showed the last episode, her having private time to work on her solo with Abby. And she didn't even have a solo. I know that week, but what was killing me is she's like, she hasn't had the time. Like the other girls have had, well, first she did, but second, we haven't had a private in months. Exactly. <laughs> get them. Um, and she wants Maddie to have a little time with Abby to keep her skill level up. So she's like, Hey, Abby, can we have an hour long private? And Abby's like an hour. I don't have an hour. And she's like, that's fine. Even a half an hour. I don't care. And then Abby's like, you know, I have all this solo music for, her. I have costumes drawn. I have ideas. And she's like, she does not have the confidence. She doesn't have the fire, even in the group dance. And then Melissa goes, she was much better than everyone else. <laughs> she took that line from Peyton. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Peyton got in big fat trouble for saying yeah, that. Yep. 
Peyton was rude and got kicked off the team. Uh, yep. Ugh. And then Abby sees teaching Maddie in private as a chance to get into Maddie's head to find out what's going on. So she agrees to give her a private lesson. I'm sure that's the reason. Not yes, to prepare exactly. her for the super secret solo. Exactly. Um, okay. So now three days till the competition happen. And we are in Studio A with Nia and Mackenzie uh, learning their choreography. And I love is- watching them do their partner oh, tricks. So good. They are really a good duet partner. Yeah. But They're Brooke great. used to do partner tricks all the time. Like mm-hmm. they they always did some cool ones. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. And Abby's just telling us a little bit about the duet. It's called Circus Circus. Kenzie's excited for an acro duet. Nia says she just tells us, you know, about the duet and she loves the circus. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember the last time I was at a circus, Nia, I but know. that's funny. Abby tells us that Mackenzie is a lion and Nia is a lion tamer. And she's like, it's cute. They'll have fun doing this. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time I um when I went to the circus with Brooke? Remember when she did that bigger isn't better yeah. co- costume? Yeah. She did uh had a picture where she was doing her hands. Oh, yeah, twist, twist. and that yeah. the costume looked kind of like a oh yeah, I circus tamer that. or whatever. I sent that into our news channel. They were having some kind of thing with. I remember and she this. won and we won free tickets for the family to go to the circus and stuff. That's so funny. Cause you just said, I, I forgot all about that until you said, when's the last time I was at the circus? I'm thinking to myself, when was I at the circus? Yeah. yeah I totally funny. remember that. I do. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, the things that come up. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're with Miss Brooke and she is in her voice lesson and she is warming up Ugh. and you can tell she is in Embarrassed to be doing this on. Oh camera. my gosh, she was like mortified. Of course, first of mortified. all, if the first time you sing is unnerving to begin with, and then to have a camera up your nostril, exactly. You know, Brooke does say, "Abby's making me go to Kathy, the voice teacher at the studio," and Kathy tells Brooke to open her mouth when she's singing, no matter how horrible it looks. <laughs> Great. Put me on international television. Exactly. Can't wait. With I'm my, 14. No, so she basically was telling her, you look horrible with your mouth open, but do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Be on TV <laughs> and let everyone around the world look at you, judge you, make screenshots of you. It's fine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Fine. So then Abby comes in and Kathy says, I think she can sing as well as she wants to sing. What does that mean? I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. Abby thinks that's nice, and she gives Brooke a high five with a really weird smile. We do hear that 20 times in the last month, she's told Brooke to take a voice lesson. That's twice in the last three minutes that she's told her 20 times. There's no time to take a voice lesson. Sorry. Correct. But then Abby goes, I heard that you wrote a song. Do you want to sing some of this to me? And I'm literally dead at this point. I am dead on the floor because I don't remember that they said Brooke wrote Summer Love Song. I don't. I didn't remember that either. Brooke did not write Summer Love Love (laughs) Song. They lie. (laughs) Brooke hated that song. (laughs) And Brooke's like, spin that record, bro. I know. She was like, oh my God, mom, this is terrible. (sighs) And then Abby's like, woo. When she high fives Kathy and gives Brooke a hug. And then she's like, Kelly, walk your kid 30 feet down the hallway. Take a voice lesson once in a while. That's why all I'm saying. And then uh, I'm not allowed to unless I have a camera in front of me. So, yeah. And then she tells Brooke 
decide for yourself and tell your mom what you want to do because you don't want any momager ruining you. Oh, for God's sakes, here we go. <laughs> like pitting the children. Okay. What yep. a thing to say. Don't listen to your mother. Nope. Never listen to your stupid momager. She's an idiot. This is probably my favorite beat of this episode or story arc. I like this storyline because it shows us out of dance jail. Exactly. And it gives us some freedom to breathe and like laugh and be like normal people. Rather than just sitting there like bitching, barking about shit. Yeah. Abby. And everything's always about Abby. So this is fun because it was like, we got to do something that wasn't in prison, you know? I was getting my frustrations out on that poor dress. I saw that with those, (laughs) with those shoes. Did you see we both had like on cork platform shoes? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what are we wearing? Oh, at least you had on cute jeans. I had on some freaking mom per use. Yes. You always had mom jeans on. I posted something on my stories a couple weeks ago and I said, somebody's like, what do you like to wear? I'm like, I like jeans. And I'm like, not the mom jeans I used to wear on TV, right, <laughs> Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're in the dance shop. Uh, Holly and Melissa come in and they have armfuls of bags and we need to set up shop with all the goodies. And Holly tells us in her interview that Abby assigned her the challenge of creating costumes for the group dance. And I think that Abby doesn't think I can do it. What makes you think that, Hall? I know. (laughs) That's why you were given this task. (laughs) Right. We love failure here. And she says, I refuse to give her the satisfaction of seeing me fail. Love, Hall. And then uh, we walk in. Holly is showing us pictures of zombie images that she printed out. How about me? I want mine to be the one in the toe shoes. I, (laughs) yeah. And uh, well, except that Brooke doesn't bring her point shoes to the Joffrey, but now you want her to wear them as a zombie. I want to wear them as a zombie. You, I love this. You're like, we're going to stick together as a group and make sure the costumes are fabulous. Yes, we have your back haul. Because we we had to do that for Paula Hartley. We're going to dye them and then we're going to put dirt on them. So they show us like cutting and ripping them and we're talking about them. And then Melissa's like, we're going to put grass stains on them. And we're outside and Melissa's like, we spent $20 on that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I say that you're taking out your frustration for Abby on this poor little prom dress on the floor. And I said, she's like digging in in into the dirt. Like, I hate you, Abby. (laughs) I was. Uh Good though. And Holly goes, that looks distressed. Yeah. Yes. I beat Uh the shit out of it. Now, two days of competition. We're in group rehearsal. Why isn't Mackenzie in this dance? I don't know. Do you think that it's because they only would ever give Mackenzie one dance? Probably. That's what I thought. Because I was like, why wouldn't Mackenzie be in this dance? There's like no reason for her not to be in this. Yeah, she could have been in that easy. Yeah, but I was like, maybe they had some unspoken rule that Kenzie only did one. I don't know. Because she wasn't in last week's group and she had a solo. Yeah. I wonder about that. I don't know. So we're sitting upstairs and you and Melissa are coloring Paige's chair. And I go, a hot pink fucking rhinestone chair. I heard it before. (laughs) I was actually like, good call back to season one, Christy. Love it. And you're like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And then you say... Um, I'm working, working on pages here slipped your mind because you were busy working on costumes for the group routine. 
Kelly, no, it didn't. I talked to you on the phone about this and you're like, I, I need stoppers. I have to get, to, like, we had a whole conversation before that whole thing happened. And you're like, they wouldn't let me take the chair home. I was not allowed to take it home. I think I'm like, even... I have to have the stoppers on it and I have to have it painted. They said a PA was going to do it. Yes. They I was promised just say me that. a PA was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I showed up the next day, the first thing I did when I walked in was check to make sure if the chair was done and it wasn't. Correct. So that's why I started painting it with a marker. Yep. And I was not allowed to leave to go buy stoppers. I remember that too. Cause I think Leslie was our talent wrangler and we're like, you need stoppers. And she's like, we'll send someone. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they, they took them way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Abby then confronts Paige and she's like, did you take care of the chair last night? Well, Paige was never assigned taking care of the chair. Exactly. You were. Yes. You're like, oh, I need rubber stoppers for this chair. Meanwhile, Abby's down in Studio A and she says, wow, that's great energy, Brooke. They, <laughs> do you want me to, that you don't make me want to get up and dance. Boring, yawning, sloppy, lazy. Oh, I'm like, no wonder why Shut they can't up. wait to get out of the studio. Exactly. Why would Brooke want to stay? Or any of them want to stay? And then we're like, why is she criticizing them? What does a zombie's facial expression look like? Exactly. What does it look like? I, and I wouldn't think it would be smiling. Like Brooke no. is telling, Abby's telling Brooke in Pyramid, she has to smile. Like, I don't think zombies okay. smile. Abby points up or points at Paige, snaps her fingers and says, all right, Solo, get your chair. Let's go. And I am upstairs and I'm going, Paige needs her chair. Paige needs her I chair. I know. you Because you knew I was going to be in trouble. Yes. Like your experience was giving me heart palpitations. Yes. You know how they say that, um, like if you have, uh, I don't know, like a, like a twin that you can feel like ghost pain. Exactly. I feel that way with all the moms. I'm like, hold Uh on. Because we know it's going to happen. And you knew that they weren't on there and why. And I'm like, oh my God, the, the chair, the chair. So Paige comes up, she grabs the chair. Meanwhile, Paige had no clue, like, that the chair wasn't finished or anything. She had no clue. Paige is like, shit, I need to work on my face. I have the face. I need to use it. (laughs) (laughs) So now is the beginning of one of the most intense scenes that we have seen so far in Dance Moms. Oh, lucky me. Lucky me. I think she looks at you. I don't know when she says it. She's like, you're just doing it now. Didn't you take it home last night? I told her to take the chair. And then she's telling us, as soon as I touched the chair and the black rubbed off on my hands, she knew that you didn't take the chair. Dingbat. Well, Abby, you are a super sleuth. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never known if that marker rubbed off that you didn't do it last night. I know. Holy shit, you're so smart, but you're the dingbat, right? So then Abby starts testing the chair. She's flipping it over. I say, oh God, she's looking for the rubber stoppers. And Abby's like, where are the stoppers? And you very calmly go, I'll have them for the competition. That's all you said. And Christy, when have I ever? Never. Not ever. had something that my kids needed at never. the exact time they needed them. Like if those needed stoppers, I would have gone at... Mm-hmm. Four in the morning to get yep. my kids stoppers if they, yep. they had to have them the next day. Yeah. Always. And she can say all the shit she wants about you not having the stoppers and being a dingbat or me showing up with a bra. But listen, she knew that if you had something or if I had something, it, would be it done. was done. 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so you you would have, and guess what? If your stoppers were brown and not black, you would have drove to the other side of Pittsburgh to get the black ones. Yes, exactly. I know that. Uh-huh. So Abby knew that. I know. And she goes, no stoppers, really? This is important, Kelly. Do something. And so <laughs> then she takes the chair and she throws it on the floor, like throws it in the air, like in the direction of Paige. And Paige's mm-hmm. face is like She was terrified. terrified. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you be? Absolutely. I was terrified and I was upstairs. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Melissa gasps and you flip her off. And then she's shaking her head at you and you go, fuck you, Abby. And then uh, she looks at Paige and she goes, look at that language. Doesn't that embarrass you that she has to use language like that? That's what a truck driver uses. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, no, she's she's terrified that you... But she's looking at Abby. Like when I I watch Paige, I'm like, Thinking she's like horrified of me because Abby's no. saying that, but I, I don't know of anybody in that situation that wouldn't have been like "fuck you, Abby." You just threw a, a chair at my, oh my daughter. God, no! Like, like, what did she want me to do? Well, well, thank you for throwing the chair at my daughter. I, you know, next time I will make sure I have them stoppers on. You know, you proved your point. Yeah. No, like, Paige is not looking at Abby like my. Can't believe my mother saying this. But why and- would she say that about me? Like I'm, I'm a truck driver. Like because why I mean, am I white trash? M- Melissa every week? just called us. Wasn't what did she call us? Fucking assholes the other day or whatever. Yeah. But she didn't, and it was in the studio with the kids, all of them, and she didn't get in trouble. I was upstairs with you moms and said mm-hmm. it, and I get in trouble. But I, she's pitting our children against us, being like, yeah. "Look at your mother, like mm-hmm. she's trash," mm-hmm. and we're like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Why would you do that for Paige? or to Paige. And then she's saying to you through the window, you don't need the rubber stoppers for the competition. And then she says to Paige, no solo. I told you to do it for today. And so you, um, she's Paige, you're finished next. And so Paige bursts into tears. She's crying. She's carrying out her chair. And then in your interview, you're like, why are you punishing Paige? Abby should have left the room, asked you what was happening. So you could explain and you said, I was busy doing Abby Lee Miller's job making costumes, which is true. We I had was. to be at the studio early. We were there early to do that scene. We were there early making costumes and Abby was at McDonald's. Correct. She was. So we in, were making her costumes and she was at McDonald's. And the McDonald's studio was in the parking lot, like two parking lots over. So we saw her when we drove to the yeah. studio. Like we saw her at the studio, like sitting in at her car. McDonald's at yeah. McDonald's eating yeah. in the car. Yep. And so as you're going downstairs, you're swearing, but I crack up every time I see like those shots of the cameramen like running after us because you know. know they hate life. <laughs> like when we got the fight in <laughs> Where New the hell is she going? <laughs> you walk in and you're like, you know what, Abby, we're done. You're like, Brooke, you're not doing a solo. Neither of my kids are doing the group dance. And then Abby's like, that's fine. She's all cocky. And you're like, good luck paying your bills without my tuition because you won't be making them. And I'm upstairs. I'm hugging Paige. She's obviously very upset, obviously. She's like, I just want to go home. You are now screaming in there. You're like, if you want somebody here to have a costume, you are supposed to supply it. And she goes, no. And she is. And, and you're every like, every week we make them. I pay for costumes <laughs> and props. Holly comes in. She's getting Nia McKenzie out of the room. And I don't get them. I've been here all day making costumes while you were down the road eating. And then 
<laughs> you cement yourself in reality show history <laughs> with the line that will live in infamy forever and ever and ever. Every uh, woman in America has had this on their refrigerator. Tape to their refrigerator at some point. <laughs> My sister had it on hers. I'm like, oh my God, do you really have that on your refrigerator? Yeah. With eyes bulging, as pissed off as I've ever seen Uh, you. And you scream the words, stop eating. That's why you're fat. fat. And where that came from. I don't know. Like, I don't know where I came up with that. I just was so pissed. And I was pissed because. I was working my ass off for her and she was eating and she doesn't appreciate it. Right. And then she looks around. She's all like, oh, oh, you know, and then here's <laughs> my favorite. You were a mean girl when you were 12. You're still a mean girl. She just threw a chair at a at child. My daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the mean girl. I'm the mean girl. Because I'm taking my child out of there. I'm the mean Stop girl. Eating. That's why you're fat. Uh, you know, that's the name of the episode. There's no other choice. Okay. There is none. You say Paige was frightened because Abby is a four hundred pound through a chair. She is. Wouldn't you be scared? You were scared upstairs. Later, you call her a four hundred pound hog. It's some. I think I say five hundred pound hog. That's it. When I leave, that's when I smacked her. Oh God! No wonder why people hate us. Oh my God! But again, it it was very well deserved. Yes. Like you had to be there. Like I, that's what people don't understand. Like if she they, called if, me nose and not, they didn't air it. Yeah. Like if, if people were there, they would have understood it. But yes. with you, with you only seeing bits and pieces of it, you just don't get it. So you're walking out. I think I was like walking behind you at some point, but you are literally like your voice is quaking. You're telling the front desk, credit my tuition for the rest of the month, rip up my credit card. And your voice is like quivering, literally quivering. I, I know. I was so upset. I'd love to know. What did you do after that? How many people did you call pissed off on the way home? I don't even remember. Yeah. I, I don't even remember the rest of this week. Like when yeah. I was watching the show, like I pulled their solos and so I don't I don't remember any of that. I remember Where, I think I, I like walked it out it. of my my head because I did not remember it. This is another episode that I remember very vividly, like things from my eyes, like in the room where I was yeah. standing. Like I can yeah. remember looking and like seeing you come in the room. And I remember putting the chain in Chloe's hair. Like I remember, and so it's always weird for me to watch it because I'm yeah. like, my memory isn't this. My memory yeah. is something different different yes. yeah you pull out uh in my oh, no, minivan I saw her I and did I still drive her. her I, I did do. see that you were trying to do a thirst trap for Alexis last week yeah <laughs> did you see that my name on it I know you're like I need this and you tag Lexus yeah you're like give me this car and I'm thinking you probably need it considering you're still driving the minivan from the 2011 I know it's a 2010. Like, thank you. You don't like to throw shit away. No, I don't. So you and Holly pull into the parking lot with the potholes. You tell us that you made an agreement with your kids that you would stay outside with the moms to do costumes because you didn't want to argue with Abby. Now, Kelly, who'd you really make that agreement with? Because I know your kids didn't give a shit. <laughs> My was, kids could have cared less. Was it a producer that said I you had to so. come and film? Yes. And uh-huh. I think I was adamant that I'm like, I'm not going in. 
Yep. That's why we were doing the costumes outside. When did we ever do costumes outside? We always did them sitting upstairs. Exactly. You're like, Holly, my kids want to dance. But if I go in, Abby's going to fight with me. And then Holly's like, you can count on that. (laughs) And then she's like, we'll walk. I'll walk in with Brooke and Paige. And I say that you came back to prove to your kids that you don't let a team down. Okay. You tell me that you're there because your kids want to be there. You tell Paige not to let Abby upset her. Then all the kids walk in and Paige is like, just bopping along. Yeah, she is. Jump, sleeping. I I know. I saw that. I was like. I was surprised. Yeah. Because I don't remember her being like that. uh, Right. But you also say that, um, you know, you're glad that they're kids. Like, I think you tell me that because they don't like think about that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when they go into the dancer's den, Melissa's immediately like, the weather's beautiful. I'm like, holy deflection. Exactly. (laughs) I I mean, do you remember the time? I'm not going to remember what episode it was in, but we were sitting upstairs and Holly was actually confronting Melissa about something and she was totally deflecting. And Holly's like, is there a fly? Are you looking at a fly? Oh, look at the fly. There's a fly. There's a fly. Look at the fly over there, Melissa. Do you see the fly? Holly used to hate when Melissa did that. Because we had a job to do. Mm -hmm. Our job was to bring up this shit that no one wants to do. So why do you get to not do it when we have to? Abby calls the girls into the studio. She's like, hustle, 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 hustle. And then she's just like, yeah, Paige and Brooke at rehearsal. She's going to let them dance. Yeah, she's going to let them dance. Thank Thank you. you. I I literally wrote, that's so big of you, Abby. We're back outside. We're barefoot. We have costumes in the grass. We're looking at the weeds. And you guys are like, because there's all those uh, Santa Clauses that you can blow, dandelions. And you're like, oh, look, we have a lot of wishes. I wonder what I was wishing for. <laughs> I can like make a few guesses. And then we're just working on the costumes. You're like, I think it's nice to have a change and go outside, get some fresh air and work on those costumes. Yeah. Same. And then you just tell us, you know, I wasn't going to script the dance just because Abby's an ass. <laughs> and then I say, I'm glad you stood up and left. Seriously. Yeah. Imagine okay. if a teacher threw a chair now. Oh, they'd be in prison. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, (laughs) yeah, there we go. Uh, So now we're in Chloe's solo rehearsal. Uh, Abby's like, Chloe's solo is more avant-garde with jazz repertoire. And it's a good number for Chloe. Love this dance. I like this dance too. Love this dance. Everything about it. Chloe's like the style, the music, the personality and attitude are darker and mysterious. (laughs) She's so funny. (laughs) Uh And she said, it feels good to be on the pyramid, on top of the pyramid for two weeks in a row. But that's a lot of pressure. Did you see that when Chloe was finished rehearsal, Abby's like, yeah, it was good. Like she's annoyed that it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I did like this dance a lot. I did too. Back outside, Holly says that she's happy to see you guys return and she's really happy with the costume. She's happy you came back because she needed your help. (laughs) Yes, Holly. Yes, I came back to help you. Yep. And then Holly's like, you're the best team ever. And you said, I feel like a zombie. Yeah. Which I probably hadn't slept. Yeah, maybe. I hadn't slept and felt like a zombie because I was like fighting with people. I have on my notes, I wrote, I love us. I do. I love us when we're all together and we get to be fun, normal moms. Yeah, just just being us, not having to sit and dance gel. The moms as a whole were really funny. I thought so. 
All right. Mm. So now it's dark. Abby says she knows Melissa's worried about Maddie not doing a solo and she can't stand that her kid isn't the center of Abby's attention. Abby gives it or gets it, but she's not giving in. Maddie has to want it. But right before this, Melissa says Maddie is having a technique private. But what Mm -hmm. I what I picked up on is she was clarifying like, oh, no, that it wasn't a solo private. It was. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so we never specified it was like a private or she worked on her solo, but I yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah. That I was like, oh, a technique. Well, private. it was probably, you know, afterwards because they wanted it to be like they weren't working on her solo. Right. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. It was like very intentional. Yeah. Like we never did that. So that mm-hmm. stood out to me. Abby is telling Maddie during this rehearsal, you know, you need the fire to be rekindled in her. You love dance. I know that. Abby is wearing the most massive flying saucer rhinestone ring I have ever that seen. Blue in my- thing? No, it was silver. It was this big, Kelly. It looked like a coral reef. Her jewelry is just terrible. Where do you buy <clears throat> this shit? In New York. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So then Abby continues, Maddie, you haven't been yourself since you forgot your solo at Jersey. You have to show us that you want it. In her interview, Melissa, well, because they show Melissa sitting upstairs and she starts to cry. And she said, I started crying while watching Abby work with Maddie because they just have such a special connection that you, I never had with my teacher. And she walks into Studio A in tears and Maddie, I love oh that Maddie just can't even deal with her. She's like, oh my God, I can't. And Maddie tells us, she's like, I just walked right out of the room. I was like, I'm embarrassed. I need to leave. But I was like, <laughs> go Maddie. I, exactly. And then Melissa's like, she just loves to be here. You know that, you know, I love you. We're so mean. We're well, so mean to her. Because and those She women, just threw a chair at my daughter and Melissa's sticking up for Abby. Yeah. She says, when those women say bad things about you, it hurts my heart and it hurts Maddie's heart too. Why it didn't hurt your heart that she threw a chair at Paige. Exactly. So then she goes on and she's like, these mothers, the way they talk to you, I think it's awful how these kids disrespect you too. Chloe rolls her eyes at you all the time in class. And Abby's going, I know, I know. But then how about she throws me under the bus? Oh yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, now if I was talking to you on the phone right now, mm-hmm. and I talked to Diane earlier, and Diane said she was going to the doctor's and then to the movies, and I said to you, you said, uh, you know, what's going on with Christy? Oh, she's taking Chloe to the doctors, and then they're going to the movies. She made it out like I was like, mm-hmm. Christy's taking Chloe to the movies. Yeah. Like, and P.S. But I don't. I, why could I? I can tell Melissa that. Why? Why would you tell Abby? Correct. And she's like, and Kelly, Christy's so-called best friend. She goes, which they are not called me and said, Oh, Christy's taking Chloe out of school early to take her to the doctor. And then she's taking her to the movies. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, Did I take Chloe to the movies? I have no idea. Probably. I I might've, you you know what? The kid just worked her ass off all weekend. And if I took her out of school early to go to the doctor and I wanted to take her to the movies to give her a two hour break, that's my choice. Exactly. That is my choice. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that Chloe is a terrible student. And then she goes, what I'm upset about, that's what she says, is that Chloe leaves class early all the time. Well, why are you upset about that? If anything, you should like it because, because it gives your daughter gets- an edge. Yeah. But it's just, she is totally throwing Chloe under the, under bus. the bus. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, I can't believe she said Chloe rolls her eyes in class all the time. Have you ever in 20 years seen Chloe roll her eyes at Abby? 
No, but I, I wouldn't blame her if she did. So I wouldn't either, but who would have that nerve at nine years old to roll their eyes at Abby? Yeah. Like we rolled our eyes. Those yeah. kids didn't. Those kids stared at her with like saucer eyes. Yeah. And so in Abby's interview, she's like, Melissa, don't worry about what those mothers, those mothers don't know their right from their left foot. Who cares what they think? Melissa continues that moms are just jealous of her relationship with Abby. Again, jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm There's a either. lot of words. I'm not jealous. Abby says it has nothing to do with Maddie and Melissa that she always, oh, I always have Maddie's best interest at heart. You have to know that. Yes, the whole show is based <laughs> Everybody on knows that. <laughs> we yes. know. We get it. But who would stick up for a teacher throwing a chair at a child? Because when she said that about people saying mean things to you, that was mm-hmm. me saying, oh, yeah. stop eating, that's why you're fat. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't understand how a, a mother could accept that behavior from an adult. And sitting upstairs, she would be like, that was awful. Mm-hmm. Like on your side. Exactly. And then when she goes downstairs, it's a different story. So now we are loading up the bus because we're on our way to competition. And as the bus leaves, we do notice a giant parking lot um, pothole. So yes, cheers. lots of those. Abby tells us that you're not on the bus. And she's like, woo, hallelujah. She can use her gas and her mileage as long as she arrives on time with her kids well rested. And all I'm thinking is, bitch, why didn't you give me a ride? <laughs> I drive there. How did you get there? I don't know. I did not. I never drove to Chicago. Because you got, I mean, you came home on the bus. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking a PA drove me. Yeah, I don't remember I definitely that did all. not drive. We hear all about Chicago. It's a big city in the Midwest. There's a lot of amazing schools in attendance. So the girls need more energy, more enthusiasm, more sass. They can't all be zombies. So but we are being zombies this week. Yeah, we're supposed to be zombies. That's, exactly. that's the goal. Yes. So into the dressing room walks our fearless leader. <laughs> Yay. And she's like, Paige performs in 20 minutes and I can't find her. She's <laughs> not backstage. I mean, when have I never been, not been there and been prepared? And I, I'm obviously like, the producers wouldn't let me into the room. Sure. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going on with the Highlands. I haven't had and a you chance to known. ask. Of you would have known. Of course I knew. <laughs> For God, we were probably texting the whole time. Exactly. You do see me texting in the hallway. I'm probably texting you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm down the hall. I'm in room two two A B English." Yeah, they won't let me in. Just another reason to like upset Paige. Mm -hmm. So Abby's like, Paige should she should be here warming up, preparing to perform. Then we get into the next scene. In her interview, Melissa says. Maddie isn't 18 years old. She's nine. She isn't old enough to make her own decisions. So I'm going to speak for her. And she tells Maddie, we have to go to the bathroom. Because all of their conversations happen take, in the ladies' take room. Take in the bathroom because that's the only place the cameraman can't go. Yep. And Melissa's telling Maddie, say, Miss Abby, I really want to do my solo today. I want to show you how wonderful it is. And then she's like, I want you to be your perky Maddie self, you know, like Paige, she's perky and don't make that face. I always say, Maddie, I hate that face. And then when she's leaving, she's like, don't freak out. You're fine. You're happy. I'm like, 
Jesus Christ. Okay. We're but, but Abby says, I'm a ventriloquist with my hand up my kid's ass telling them what to say. I, I don't think I've ever told my kids what to say. But uh-huh. She was telling her word for word what to say. Uh, but I'm the yes. ventriloquist. Maddie goes to Abby and she says um, something like, I want to speak to you in the hallway. Abby slips up here, Cal. Why? She goes and run your number. And then she goes, oh, you don't even have a number. Oh, uh, yeah, I did hear that. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't like, pick up on it, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was watching it with a different, like, perspective because it's yeah. been so many like, years. You want to go in the, you, you want to go outside and run your number, out in the hallway and run your number, I think she uh-huh. said. Yeah. And she's like, you don't have a number. And then Abby says, this is a perfect example of a kid taking initiative. Okay. No, no, Melissa just told her what to say. Exactly. And we wouldn't be, the the weeks that Paige forgot, remember, this is her dance that she forgot. So she's had a couple weeks to practice still. Oh, sure. The When any of our other kids forgot our dances, if we would have asked to perform them the next week, I, could you imagine her response? No. No, no. you were stupid enough to forget it the first time. You don't get a second chance. Correct. Yep. Abby asked Maddie if she's ready to compete. And Maddie's kind of like hemming and hawing. And then Abby goes like something like, who cares? Nobody cares if you dance or not, which is like such a psychological warfare on that kid. Then Abby says, Maddie's demeanor is very wishy-washy. Talking to Maddie, Abby goes, that's not a game face. That's not the Maddie I know, the Maddie face I know. Where's the Maddie that's jumping around and warming up, trying to psych Chloe out? You go out there with that face. She's going to beat the crap out of you. I don't think you want to dance because you think Chloe's going to beat you. And I literally wrote, wow, how telling is this interaction? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, this is what you say to one student about another. About the other. This kid is nine years old. Why wouldn't you want the other one to do well? She always did it. I know. But anyone who ever said that I played victim, watch this scene. Mm-hmm. watch this scene. This is case in point. Okay. Yeah. Like literally. So then Abby or Melissa walks down the hall and she interjects saying that Maddie is afraid of Abby. And Abby's like, don't speak for your child. And she's like, I am her mom. I'm going to speak for her. She, she's afraid that she's going to be upset with her. Correct. Not afraid of her. Correct. There's a yes. big difference. Yes. And then of course, Maddie is under tremendous anxiety. She starts crying and Abby's like, stop with the tears. Babies cry. Not you. It's my dance company. I say who's dancing and who isn't. So then she's like, you know, I'm going to enter her solo so that she knows if she asked for something, it means business and we're going through with it. Okay. That's why. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she goes up to the competition staff members <coughs> to like enter Maddie. And then she's like, yeah, I haven't seen these two, Brooke and Paige, you know, for the last two hours. And then she's like, you she's use like, your own discretion. Oh, no. Did she even say that? She said, stick to your enforce your rules. Yeah. She said, call them once. If they don't come out, call them twice. And if they don't come out, scratch their number. What a nice dance teacher. I should really have her be Brooke's manager, huh? Yeah, I think yeah. so. If she don't show up, just scratch her. Melissa comes back in the dressing room and she tells us in a hushed voice, she's like, Maddie's doing her solo. Okay. And then I'm in my interview and I'm like, this is par for the course. She thinks, I think that Abby's greatest pleasure is pitting Maddie against Chloe. So this must be something planned. I mean, whatever. Uh, But what was interesting. So Abby had said to Maddie earlier, oh, you want to go out? Oh, you don't have a solo. But Maddie's hair was also done for her solo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was done for her solo. Yeah. So there is no way, shape, or form. Because we were zombies. So she would have been getting into her zombie hair 
Yeah. Not and her having hair, her hair in a French twist or whatever. It was a perfect bun with like whatever yeah. it was. But so again, people always say, like, well, how did you know? How can you be short? Because Melissa's not going to let her hair sit there for an hour and then throw her hair up. She's going to have that prepared so that she's not rushing. Yes. Here you come and you arrive and you're telling your kids in the hallway, you know, I want you to show how Abby, how good you are. We don't need her help. And when you walk in the room, we're obviously always happy to see you. You're telling us that you don't want to deal with Abby on a bus for that long. Retweet. Same. Yeah. No. And I never want to. <laughs> Abby sees you and she makes it a point to tell her or to tell you, sorry, that she's been looking all over for you. And you're like, well, we just got here two minutes ago. And she's like, better late than never. Again, a chance to say something shitty when it was out of your control. I was there the same time you guys were. I know. Like, I know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you got mic'd in the lobby when we did. Exactly. So it wasn't me. And Holly says, Kelly and Abby have a lot of history. And with history comes tension, which bubbles up from time to time. It's awkward. Yeah. Yes, Hall, I would agree Yeah, it's a little awkward. It does bubble. Yeah, it bubbles. <laughs> Abby is then on her laptop when Paige is running her solo and she will not look up. And I literally wrote, was she editing at Maddie's music to skip? No, I think it was already edited. Oh, she practiced that, that skipping music five yeah. times already. With Maddie doing her solo, Paige is non-existent or yeah, Paige is non-existent to Abby and Paige knows it. Okay, so wait. Could she have made it more obvious, though, that no. she was like, I am not going to look at her? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But that's not supposed to piss me off. Right. And then we go out in the hallway and you're like, is Maddie dancing? And then you're like, is she in their age category? And when she walks in the hall, you ask her a question. Totally ignores you. Like, you don't mm-hmm. even exist. And then you're like, Maddie, these questions have nothing to do with... It had nothing to do with Maddie. Maddie has no control over things, but... Just like when I said, oh, Maddie probably practiced to the skipping music. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about the situation the kid is put in. Like, shame yeah. on you for stressing her out. Exactly. You're saying to Maddie, you know, I, I'm not asking these questions about you. I'm just saying, you say, I'm just saying they need to give my kids more time to rehearse their solos. You say, I'm getting incredibly pissed off. My kids have solo this week and Abby should have worked with them instead of throwing chairs. Yes. And then did you notice the smart comment in the hallway? Abby goes, wow, someone looks nervous. Somebody's nervous. Yeah, I saw that. She's such a bitch. Uh, Such a bitch. And you're like, I'm done. So are my daughters. I'm not letting them on that stage. I'm pulling their solos. And so you tell the girls to come back in their dressing room. And And I felt so bad because, I mean, actually, that was one of Brooke's favorite solos. Didn't she do that later on? I think so. Yeah. I think she did too. I loved, I liked that solo of Paige's. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to pull them. No. But, but you also don't want to set your kids up for humiliation or failure exactly. or it, like if they're not prepared, being flustered, because then it's just, it's a, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. So then they'll be in trouble for that. Right. And we already and, had no practice. We already weren't allowed in the dressing room. We, you know, we already had a chair thrown at us. Like how much more distraction can we have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're definitely not in the right. But headspace. Maddie's saying she, Melissa said last week Maddie wasn't prepared. She said two weeks to practice already. Oh, this will no, be the no, third Kelly. week. Kelly, that was the dance she did before the break. Oh, so, so she had, had about weeks. months. Okay, she's months, had months to practice just because it wasn't on the chalkboard. 
saying she had a solo, she wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a big difference. So, okay. A couple of things about the next couple of shots. So we see the competition stage. Um, Paige's number is called twice and then scratched. And then Abby's like, no Paige. I just saw her 15 minutes ago, warming up in her costume. Where is she? So then immediately after they call Brooke's number twice and it's scratched. And then they show you in the dressing room. And Abby says, once again, Abby Lee Miller looks like a jerk. ALDC is tarnished, unprofessional. But but she told them to pull it. Or yeah. she told them not to so, have them go on. Well, she said, enforce your rules and scratch yeah. it. Scratch it. Weren't you in the audience when they called those numbers? I don't remember. I think you were. Let me tell you why I think so. Because when we walked downstairs, we walked and we were walking through this lobby. I have two memories of this lobby. Gianna came up to me and she's like, Chloe needs her, uh, her rubber jazz shoes. Cause she had suede jazz shoes. And she said, she needs her rubber jazz shoes. The stage is slippery. slippery. Yeah. And we were standing out in that lobby and I am about 99% sure that you were standing with me. And I said, I'm going to run up to the, like the dressing room and get them. And you'll like, or I'll be right here. And I ran as fast as I could. So I think that you were sitting I was in, in there. I do remember that very vividly that I ran and got those shoes. So I gave them to Chloe and they show her backstage looking very nervous. And I think it was because she was waiting for her shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe goes on, you know, they call your two kids. They don't dance. Chloe goes on. She doesn't unchained. And I say, Chloe is really knocking it out of the park. She owns the stage and we're smiling, Holly and I in the audience. And Chloe says in her interview, instead of second guessing herself, this time I went out with confidence and I thought I did really good. So I'm going to try to do that every time. I love this dance. Yeah, I like love this it. dance too. I have the full version of it. Chloe was spectacular in this dance. She really yeah. was. It was one of her better dances. Yeah, I like it. And it's so good. And it was so on point and she danced really well that day. And it's really a shame what went on for yeah. her. Yeah. So then Maddie Solo comes up. She says she's nervous to perform because she's competing against Chloe. I think this sounded like a Franken bit. And the last time she performed the solo, she forgot the dance. And she said, but I need to toughen up and show Miss Abby that I can be the same old Maddie. She takes the stage, her solo is announced. And then within 30 seconds, her music starts to skip. And then Abby tells us the CD skips and my heart just gulp into my throat. <laughs> As she's watching Maddie perform, she is mental telepathy willing that kid to stay on stage and keep dancing. And I am and thinking- And Melissa's like, just stay back there. Keep dancing. Give oh my this God, woman my God. an Emmy. Give it, throw <laughs> yeah. the Emmy at her. She deserves the Emmy for this role. Uh-huh. I do not believe for one minute now in hindsight that- Abby did not plan this. I didn't think it at the time. Oh, absolutely. You were the one who said to me in the hallway, you said, Christy, Abby planned that. And I was like, it was so Maddie had the thing to get her confidence back. Correct. Like the the glory, the coming back. And years before when our girls were all in a group dance, they were doing the lion sleeps tonight. It was a little acro dance and Mm -hmm. it was cute. Their music stopped. They were all little and they all kept going. And it was like the biggest deal of the competition. Yeah. Everyone was just like, and they never missed a beat. Yeah. And, and it that was a, wasn't planned. No, that wasn't planned. And it was a big group dance and they yeah. never stopped. They were, they, and they won everything. Yeah. So Abby knew 
how you remember like, that is? we had them tutus on our heads. Oh my god, like lion manes! They were so cute. They were so cute, but they were such a bitch to keep on. I know. So you had said to me out in the hallway, you're like, she absolutely planned that. So Maddie finishes the crowd cheers. It's very glorious. She has her big, amazing comeback. Abby delivers the line. She never missed a beat because weirdly the music came back on at the end. At the very end, right at the ending pose. It's amazing how that worked out. And um, Melissa's crying. And well, first Abby says, you know, it was a great way to come back after a, cat- a catastrophe. Yes, it was, Abby. You planned that. <laughs> you got it. Yep. Melissa says, Maddie's only nine years old and she handled herself like a professional on stage. Melissa is proud of her. Maddie tells us she's pleased with herself. She did it. So then we go into the awards and Abby tells us, I think it's a com- competent or competitive thing between Maddie and Chloe. You always need somebody to threaten you. Somebody standing beside you, pushing your buttons. That's good, healthy competition. Uh, uh, it, uh, I don't know. I <laughs> it, it, not when it's one sided though. Yeah, yeah, and she did that with all of her dancers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She did it for years. She'd be like yeah. this one versus this one, this one versus this one. But yeah. this one was very heavily stacked in one's favor. Yeah, and this is where in her interview she has on the blue shit with the starfish. It's just where she's on that ring. Uh huh. Ugh, that yeah. thing was so ugly. The awards come out. Chloe gets third place. Maddie Which I thought second. was crazy. I did too. I thought Chloe deserved a win. I did. Yeah, I did too. I did. I thought, I did and I'm too. annoyed in the audience. I am annoyed. Yeah. I, I think Chloe hands down deserved a win. Yeah, Sorry. I think it was good. I say even if she didn't get first place, Maddie is the winner in Abby's eyes. It's true. Mm-hmm. So now back in the dressing room, we ask you what you're going to do about the group dance. And you tell us you pulled the solos because you don't want to support Abby as a dance teacher, which I thought was amazing. Ah, I was like, I, I don't, don't want to support her either. And you say- Wouldn't you want to support dis- any teacher that throws a chair at a child. No, you disapprove of how Abby treats your kids and you don't want them to do the group dance, but you also don't want them to know that they can't let the group down. So you don't want your kids screwing up the dance. Cause honestly, if you had pulled your kids out, it would have been a trio. It would have been weird. Like it wouldn't have been a dance. And so you're like, yeah, we're here for support. You'll let them do the group number. And Holly says she wants to support you. You know, she's conflicted as a mom and she wants to stand behind your decision. She wants to make sure that she knows that you know, she knows how you feel and you're sitting there crying. And again, you're talking about how your kids were sitting in the audience, watching her kids perform. And you're like, all they wanted to do was go and do their dances and you don't want to hurt them anymore. And this is where this made my stomach go like this. Cause I know that feeling. I know it's terrible. It is terrible. But she, terrible. I mean, you're, you're really trying to do what's best for them, but if you you're look at it a, a different way, you're the one you're hurting them, you know? And, so no matter what you do, it's, <laughs> Not good. Yeah. And then not that you care when you're protecting your kids, but you're also putting yourself out there to be the one that everybody is going to be like, psycho pulled the kids dances. Exactly. And you're yeah. like, you don't know 98% of this. I know. I so, know. Believe me. And I do it a lot. And mm-hmm. there's way more to it than people get. Right. I say Abby's a grudge holder. And if you pulled the kids from the group routine, then she was going to never let you forget it. And it was going to make the fight go on longer. We leave the dressing room. 
We then go see Mackenzie and Nia do their duet and they're announced and Melissa and Holly are just like <clears> fucking <throat> dancing in that <laughs> audience. <laughs> they were funny. They were funny. And I really like this duet. I, I think liked it's it too. I thought horrible. it was cute. I thought they danced well together. I did too. Um, they didn't do too many duets, did they? I think they I did think. a couple. A couple, but not very many. No, like, but they I should think, have been duet partners all the time. Yeah, I thought they were really entertaining. So mm-hmm. then Nia tells us that she's proud of herself and Mackenzie for pulling off the duet with just three days of practice. Same Nia. Holly's excited. She hugs Nia. The group routine is not complete without your kids. So you're going to let them dance. And I agree with that because your kids are part of that group. Abby walks in. Now, you know, at this point, because the solos had already been given out and Maddie had like reclaimed herself. Abby was in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Oh, she comes absolutely. In and she's like, woo, looking good. Yeah. She and, liked our makeup. Yeah. Holly's asking about the fake blood. Holly says she thinks Abby was expecting me to fail, but Holly surprised <laughs> her. And we I see think she did. Brooke slitting her throat, which is always a nice. fun thing to see. Your I think that was me. Abby putting that blood on her throat. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. You saw that big stupid ring. Yeah. So then Abby talks to the group. When you step out there, I want you to look like somebody turned you on. What the fuck does this mean? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? And then she says, let's give me 150% energy. Let's suck those judges in and let's win. I'm sick and tired of being in the top five. Let's be on top. They go on, they're announced. When the girls are performing, Melissa does say the routine was fabulous on stage. It's one of the best in her opinion. Everything just came together. I love this dance. I did like it too. I love this dance. I think this dance is great. (laughs) Even the little coupe turns they do. There's a lot of technical dancing in it Mm -hmm. as well as like having a character. I, I really love this dance. Yeah. I thought it was Um, like the whole package, like the makeup and Yep, it was great. So the group finishes. We're thrilled. Melissa kisses you. And she (laughs) says the energy was great in the group routine this week. I don't think Abby is going to have anything to complain about. Uh, Well, don't give that woman a challenge. (laughs) Exactly. And did you notice how many people were there at this competition? No. There's a ton of people in the audience and dancers on stage. I didn't pay attention to that. Yeah. So there was a ton. So now time for awards. First place for Petite Duets, uh, Circus Circus. And Holly's like, she's thrilled. They won. Mackenzie roars. Holly does her cheer. Mackenzie was (laughs) (laughs) And then we find out that Glam won first place. And Abby says the costume, makeup, and choreography all work together. We're back on top. Look how funny it is when choreography is good. Exactly. Weird. Exactly. Because the, the girls, choreography was good this week. It was great. It was great. And I I always say, I think Abby is a good choreographer when she wants to be. She is. She yeah. is. So the girls come in the room, you know, I'm doing like, winner. Um, Holly tells Nia, you won first for everything. Abby comes in. She's whooping. She's thrilled. Everyone's just so happy. And then you say in your interview, it's the end of the competition and you're wondering what Abby will say to you. And you go, I know she's mad at me for pulling their solos and God only knows what's going to come out of her mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting. I wrote, yes, I, I concur. 
So then Melissa's like, uh, Maddie and Brooke, go 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 get your faces washed off because she thought that uh, there might be a fight. I'm just guessing. Exactly. And then Abby says, I look over at Kelly and I can tell that brain is just tick, tick, ticking. For Uh once. I, for once, it's actually working. She's trying to come up with some excuse, some reason for her kids not to perform their solo. Well, I've had it. It's time to call her out and let her know who's boss. I pulled their cellos because I didn't want them to do them. I don't need an excuse. And she loves to say you're stupid. I know. Every every week she does. Yeah, it's so fucking disrespectful. She talks about common courtesy of me with a doctor's note. Mm -hmm. stop calling me stupid yeah but but people get mad at me because i called her fat right once she calls me stupid a dingbat and something three times an episode idiot she called you an idiot last week yeah and you say you're disappointed your kids didn't do their solos you think they would have been fabulous but you're glad they did the group routine and she's like well we'll never know and you're like no you won't no god forbid we would do their dance next week oh yeah you know like maddie ought to do her good point cal that's a great point. Yeah. <clears throat> and Abby's like, well, what happened? I saw them dressed and ready to go. And you say, I can't with this next exchange. Yeah. You're like, everyone else had an extra day rehearsal and they were able to run their solos several times. And she like dismisses you. And you say, that's not fair. My daughter's not going to go on stage and forget her dance again and look like an ass because you made her flustered. And she goes, she didn't have time to run her dance what is this run your dance crap? If you don't know it by the time you get to the venue, you're not going to know it. We're in a totally different situation than anybody else. We're mm. learning our dances on the bus sometimes. Uh, exactly. exactly. I could not believe. And meanwhile, how many times does she run Maddie solo? Exactly. And Maddie had privates. We, we yes. saw those. And she's been running her dance for a couple months. I just couldn't I, believe We didn't she, have ours. Paige didn't have her practice because she threw the chair at her and we left. Yes. So they didn't get to practice that I whole, could a whole not day. believe that she tried to like pull this off as an argument. I, mm-hmm. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So then you're like, what else do you want me to do? She's like, well, you need to do what I ask you. Stoppers, paint it black, stoppers. And I'm like, no rubber stoppers. She's like, no <laughs> wire hangers, bitch. She's like, exactly. no wire hangers, no rubber stoppers. No, like, but, you, you know, and the thing that gets you even more flustered is I can't say they mm-hmm. wouldn't let me take the chair home. Like, so you get even more flustered because you're like, I'm standing here looking like an asshole. An because idiot. I- that I was supposed to do, and it was because I wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. But I can't no. say that. No. <clears throat> and then she's like, "Don't blame me and pass the buck on everyone else. You screwed up like you always do. Quit enabling your kids. I want kids who want to dance. I want kids who want to be here. And if your kid isn't one of them, cut your losses, break your studio contract, and go." And and Kelly, oh, then she screams. I was the first one at the hospital when your husband ran over your kid's foot. I was in the hospital room hugging your kid. And now you say those things about me. How dare you? Your kid doesn't want to dance. They're lazy. I just wrote, she's vicious. Like she's vicious. She is. is. And she did go to the hospital to see Brooke. Yeah, it was also a totally different time in your relationship. Exactly. And it was a a totally, I mean, it was like Brooke won that title. Uh Uh-huh. I can't remember what the title was, but. It was DEA maybe. I don't know. I feel like it was DEA. Whatever title it was. We left and went to dinner, and that's when Brooke's foot got ran over. So she was like, like, oh, it's like her title holder. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, 
And you had been with her that whole weekend. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It, I don't care if she, it, it doesn't matter if she showed up. What, like, where were you showing up to help her practice? Like we're talking you know? about this week. So anyway, this, this episode was a little dark. I but- hated this episode. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think, I think I have a bad one next week. Cause we start Ugh. to call them out for cheating and it's never going to be that they had that music skip. I don't even remember, but it's forever going to be the denial, but I just exactly. think watching it back. Cause I, I, again, in the moment I was like, no, but now I'm watching it back. I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you said, I know Abby better than she knows herself. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's what she did. She absolutely. had to make sure that like it was a it big all, comeback. It couldn't yeah. just have been ever growing on stage and doing well. It had to have that oomph, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, which, whatever. I mean, whatever. All right. So how many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? <sighs> I said three. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say one just because it makes me sick to watch her or her and Melissa talk shit about Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about mom outfits? Oh my God. I was wearing like a Wilma Flintstone dress. <laughs> I didn't see that at the dance competition. I had on like an orange leopard. All oh, I needed I was Holly's pearls. Yeah, I, I would have been Wilma. That. Yeah, Terrible. I didn't like my blue dress at competition either. Oh, that long like, thing. Sh- yeah, it was short in the front, and long in the back. Yeah, you had a high low on. Yeah, and it was like uh, jersey. Uh, yeah, it wasn't my favorite, but nah. whatever. We didn't see you most of the time. You were in that back room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what about felonies or misdemeanors? God. Just like, uh, I think you get a felony just for fucking walking back in there after the chair, but exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I should have kicked her ass now. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Favorite quotes. Stop eating. That's why you're fat. That's it. Mic drop. Like that's it. (laughs) I have one you said, where is it? Um, When you say a hot pink uh, fucking rhinestone chair heard that one before mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i i do think we just have to end on stop eating that's why you're fat because I mean, <laughs> how do you not I, yes iconic iconic i'm sorry we don't mean to offend anyone no realize it's 10 years later it was just such a moment that was i was like did she just say that like <laughs> i remember when you sound like i i didn't know dude. i said it either it just kind of like came out of my mouth again from my perspective, looking down when you did that, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can't believe she just fucked that. <laughs> Lucky me. Lucky you. And I was like, oh, maybe that'll replace how many times has my daughter beat your daughter? Hopefully, yeah. In all the promos, I'm hoping. Yes. All right. Well, we have an after party to do and I have dinner to get to. So we're yeah, heading out. We're going to dip. Mm, I'm going to Napa. Have you been to Napa mm. here? It's really good. Yeah. I'll tell you all about it on the episode. Yeah, I want to come. That's good. All right, but guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, Kel. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Boll & Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Boll & Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bollandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com